Welcome to another edition of Flea Market Fantasy, the world's second greatest Bronze Age era comic book podcast. Joining me as always is new Mike L. Kevin Jank. I'm here, and I don't know what show this is either. <laughs> yes, I never do. <laughs> but uh, Kev, i got to call you Kev this week because we have a very special guest. Why don't you tell the people who's here? <laughs> well, here to do a very special Christmas issue, I figured uh, since we won't be spending the holidays together, uh, I would invite him here to the show instead. My cousin Pete. Uh, my cousin from Earth 2. Yeah. Which is what oh, he's on the West Coast. That means he's cooler <laughs> than you, then, if he's from Earth 2. Earth 2 is where it's at. Right, <laughs> cooler is maybe not the word. Maybe, I mean, since everybody <laughs> keeps saying it, maybe just a little bit more special. <laughs> a little bit more special. Now, uh, Cousin Pete was on uh, the show once before, and we did Green Lantern. And mm-hmm. uh, it's the one where we found out Green Lantern was having sex with a 13-year-old. Remember that? Oh, yes. <laughs> that was weird. I'll never forget it. That was crazy. <laughs> and they invited a squirrel to watch all the time. I don't know. It was weird. <laughs> Chip. How can we forget Chip? My good uh, boy, Chip. <laughs> now, now, Kev, why don't you tell the people what we're reading today? Uh, so today we're going to be reading The Brave and the Bold, uh, issue 184, I believe it was. <laughs> yes. <laughs> on this one. Yeah, all right. It's a very special Batman Christmas issue featuring Batman and the Huntress. Yeah, the Huntress. Now, Pete, was this your was your this your choice, or did Kev just spring this on you? I can I can truly say no, it wasn't. But I'm right. glad I, I'm so glad that I got to experience this. <laughs> Let me tell you, very exciting. Makes <laughs> one of us. Well, yeah, this is our big uh, Christmas issue. You know what? When Mike Dale used to be here, he used to make us read Christmas issues like the whole month. Oh, but we're just yeah. doing one. We just do one now. <laughs> so, uh, why did you pick this one, Kev? Uh, you know what? Much like the last time Pete was on, it's just one of those covers that grabs you. It's going to look good in the thumbnail. So uh, <laughs> that YouTube thumbnail, just Batman swearing off his parents and being like, you guys are, deserve to die. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, this is going to be a good Christmas tale. Yeah. It's, I mean, uh, spot on. It's a very heartwarming story. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. Before we get into the uh, big tell, let's remind everybody, if you're watching us on YouTube, please like and subscribe up to 130 subscribers. And Cousin Pete is one of them. He's one of 130. So, yeah. I do enjoy listening to the episodes that I'm not on as well. That's nice. <laughs> I find that hard to believe. <laughs> I find that hard to believe. Yeah, no All one right. enjoys it. It's more part mandated. Now, <laughs> Pete, when you were here last time, we learned uh, some distressing news that you're more DC than Marvel, right? You're a big DC guy. I don't know who was distressed by it, but yes. <laughs> I was. <laughs> oh, okay. That's what the D in DC stands for, distressed comics. <laughs> All right. So, like, is Batman, uh, who's your number one? Well, yeah, I think Green Lantern is probably your number one, right? Did we establish uh, that? I would say the Flash. <clears throat> oh, Flash is up there, uh, but yeah, Green Lantern's probably a close second. You know, I mean, besides, you know, everybody loves the Batman guy. He's cool. See, see, don't just say that, because <laughs> everybody except Mike. <laughs> yeah, there are three people on this fake radio show, and one of them does not like the Batman. But uh, I see you like the Batman, and I don't like him because he's a snooty one percenter, keeping down, you know, he's servant of the man, keeping down the average person. But um, are you, you know, he's real, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> were you excited were you excited to read a Batman Christmas story uh, I liked the opening I'll tell you that and then somewhere in the middle there's an I don't know if it's an advertiser advertisement or what oh, for Aquaman? Get to it. yeah <laughs> that was the best part of this whole comic I couldn't agree more I, was, <laughs> I, I, was, 
I skipped right over that. You you talking about Aquaman where he's going after the Twinkies and stuff? Yeah, the Twinkies and cakes. (laughs) (laughs) I had enough of Aquaman last week. We read Aquaman. (laughs) I had my fail. I'm out of this Aquaman stuff. All right, so this is your book, uh, Brave and the Bold. It, uh, it ran from August 1955 to July 1983. It's a hell of a run. It ended with issue 200, and then it was replaced by Batman and the Outsiders. Soda Pop and Pony Boy. And- oh, yeah. <laughs> Big old nice. yeah. <laughs> Now, uh, Pete, do you have any history with the Huntress? She is also featured prominently in this book. Not personally. <laughs> well, <laughs> not like dating in college or anything, but have you read any Huntress stories? No, Wasn't I haven't. she the one I mean, you left I'm... at the movie theater for talking? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I am familiar with the Huntress, um, but no, I, I would not say that I would be an avid fan or, uh, you know, I really don't know much about her except for I know who she is. Oh, well, here you go. Here's some background for you. Uh, her, her real name is Helena Wayne. And her first appearance was at All-Star Comics 69, 1977, created by Paul Levitz, Joe Staten, and Bob Layton. And she's from Earth 2. Yeah, she's from Earth 2. And she was the daughter of Batman and Catwoman. That's odd, right? Yeah. And uh, when, she was, uh, when she was 19, her mother died. Now, all I did was that she died in some sort of a mishap. I don't know if she slipped in the shower or what. But uh, Catwoman <laughs> died. And then... Uh, this caused Bruce Wayne to quit being Batman. He was so distraught. He said, yeah, you know what? he's very upset about that. I couldn't tell in this issue. Is he dead as well? Or is she just so upset that he quit being Batman that she doesn't even want to visit her own dad? She looked like, I'll go to this universe and visit a guy who is Batman. Yeah, it seems weird. I think he's dead, right? I think he's yeah. dead here. <laughs> this issue, I, I don't really know much about the Brave and the Bull, but I feel like I just like entered in the middle of <laughs> something larger than I'm I had no idea. I'm, it started off one way. I was like, okay, this is a weird way to start off. And I was like, I don't really, I can't keep up with what's going on. What, what, what's happening? <laughs> I don't understand where this has taken me, but, oh, Twinkie's takes. All right, we're back. <laughs> yeah. Keep it simple. <laughs> All right. So anyway, this, uh, uh, back on Earth 2 there, when uh, Selena Kyle, Catwoman, died, not long after a, uh, a photo surfaced of a Catwoman murdering a police officer. Uh-oh. And and young Helena was uh, horrified by this. She didn't want her mother's good reputation being sullied or ruined by this clearly fake story. So she went and investigated things, and she donned the costume of the Huntress. And she mm-hmm. she uh, she cracked like some crooked photographer who worked for the mob or something. I don't know. I might be making this up. But uh, she proved that uh, the Catwoman was a fake photograph. She did not murder a police officer. So uh, she restored her mother's good name. Mm, and that's like she, what's going to happen yeah, in this issue. That's what I was getting to. <laughs> yeah. They just took that plot and used it for this yep. as well. <laughs> but uh, so then she just kept working as the huntress there. And she died during Crisis on Infinite Earths because she was on Earth, too. You know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Out. But uh, then a new that's- huntress came around. Yeah, that's the one I'm more familiar with. Oh, how what, would you like to tell people about it? Like, how much do you know about it? <laughs> uh, not a whole lot. I mean, I know her name was Helena Bertinelli instead of Wayne. Yeah, that's right. Like Valerie Bertinelli. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> the ad would be a big fan of this one. Oh, I know. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, she was like the daughter of a mob boss, I believe. Um, yeah, this, this gets of, confusing. This gets confusing. Yeah. She was, all right, so there's this mob boss who's married to a lady, and he was like a, an abusive husband to that lady, you know? So that lady mm-hmm. said, you know what? I'm going to go have an affair with another fella. And then she got oh. pregnant to this other fella, and that, the huntress was that fella's baby. But, oh. but then that hunter still grew up in the household of the mob boss. And then when she was like <laughs> eight years old, rubbed out or something. Yeah, when she was like <clears throat> eight years old, someone came in and, and assassinated her whole family in front of her. And uh, then she, uh, you know, I feel uh, familiar with this story. I feel like I've heard this story before, so this this is kind of making a little bit more sense. Grandpa Jake used to tell us this story on his knee. <laughs> but yeah, she premiered in 1989, and uh, yeah, I guess she's a popular character, right? With these days with the kids, I don't know. Sure, I mean she comes in and out. Like I feel like they killed her off at the end of No Man's Land, but then I'm sure they brought her back in yeah. 52. So <laughs> yeah. who knows? Sorry. But we're dealing with the original Huntress in this book, the daughter yeah. of batman and catwoman from earth 2 pete how do you feel about earth 2 i'm a big earth 2 guy like i don't like dc but if you give me some earth 2 stuff i'll read the hell out of it so i like earth 2 uh i like it i feel like it all kind of gets a little convoluted uh, just like any kind of like multiverse kind of thing but yeah. i mean i like it i like a lot of the earth 2 stuff at least the stuff that i have read which i couldn't even tell you how much of that i have have even done so but uh yeah no i like it i like the different stories and whatnot from it yeah, I think the heroes are way cooler. First two. <laughs> if you say so. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty great. <laughs> All right, the creators here are uh, Mike W. Barr and Jim Aparo. We just had a Jim Aparo last week as well. With Aquaman. Yeah. Sure did. So we all know about him. And we know Mike W. Barr. Better at drawing uh, shadows on, in this issue. <laughs> Instead of giving people like you know, yeah. 24 packs. And their stomach. Yeah, this is like, uh, what, 12 years later, so he, he evolved. But uh, Mike yeah. W. Barr, he did a lot of Batman stuff. I know we did him on the show a few times. Uh, that Batman special, issue one we did with Miles Watson way back in the day, uh, where Batman was, like, fighting his doppelganger guy. Do you yeah. That? Yeah, the Wrath. That's right, the <laughs> Wrath. Look at you. Yep. <laughs> you <laughs> see. Hey, I get- <laughs> Get a load of this, though. This story we're about to read here today, this very issue, it was reprinted in Batman The Greatest Stories Ever Told, Volume 2, which collected wow. 10 of Batman's most epic adventures. <laughs> what? Huh. This is up there, huh? <laughs> uh... So you're telling me in the history of Batman, this is this is Volume 2, so like of the top 20 stories in Batman history, this is one of them? Oh. <laughs> Now you see why how I hate many Batman. stories. Get, how many stories do you get to see of Batman beating the shit out of Santa? Not many. <laughs> Not many. <laughs> I suppose. But man, how sad is that that this ranks as one of his most epic adventures? Yeah, it's not like it even had far-reaching <laughs> ramifications. It's like, oh, maybe my no. parents are dirty. Nope, they're not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it, I just, I don't want to spoil it, but I love how Batman solves the mystery in this issue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll get into it now. Hey, uh, hey, Kev, why don't you describe the cover for us? Okay, so it's a pretty great cover. Um, we got the DC 
you know, circle over there in the top left corner and the, uh, over in the right corner, we got the all new 60 cents. Pretty, pretty good price there. I'd pay it. Um, <laughs> I, I'd, I'd expect change back if I paid. <laughs> <laughs> then they have the brave and the bold title, just kind of in a little box. It's not very impressive of a, a title for the book there, but I guess they're relying on the, like the logos for the actual characters themselves to kind of, uh, to highlight the, you know, the book and give it some, some class. So we got the Batman logo. It looks very much like the Batman 66, you know, uh, TV show logo. And then the Huntress, which, you know, it's, it's a fine logo. It's not the greatest, but it's okay. Uh, and then we got Batman. He's in the, uh, the graveyard at night and, uh, he's just taking his mask off one piece, just ripping it off and he's yelling, my parents deserve to die and the Batman must die as well. And uh, there's the Huntress kind of just hiding behind a tombstone, watching him do this. <laughs> <laughs> like a pervert. <laughs> a filthy voyeur. <laughs> and then it's about you... <laughs> a different kind of Yuletide tale, the Batman's last Christmas, because he's becoming Jewish and he's not going to be celebrating. <laughs> that makes Pete, sense. Pete, how do you feel about this cover? Oh, I love this cover. It's great. <laughs> it, got, it shows a lot of... Uh, energy you see a lot of anger happening within his face i just love the way that his face is drawn here it, it could be taken in so many ways you see anger i see frustration <laughs> possibly constipation also true uh, yeah I, I love the way he's holding the, the the mask and the cowl and everything like it's so weird it looks like a solid piece there's like it doesn't look like cloth at all that is a very good point. Yeah, he, it definitely looks like he's just holding a solid piece of plastic. It, even the way he's holding yeah, it's like it a, is unnatural. He's, he's just got his cowl by the thumb. <laughs> <laughs> if you had a Batman toy, this is what it would look like if you took the, the thing off, because it would be one big solid chunk of plastic. I uh, I think Aparo could have took another swing at that left arm. You know, I don't know how that really, it's a little weird. That's the arm that's got you confused? Yeah. Look at that right hand. The shake weight <laughs> arm? <laughs> <laughs> the left arm looks a little stubby and I don't know. But uh yeah, so there it is. Uh Brave and the Bold one eighty four. How about that? Yeah. Oh man, what a what a lead in. I would have to buy this book just to find out why his parents deserve to die. Batman's turned his back on the only thing he's ever loved. Well they gave birth to the hell spawn. I think that's why they deserve to die. I mean, you know, they created this. So alright, we open up the book. And it's uh, it's like an old lady at like a children's uh, home, Gotham Children's Home, I guess orphanage, you know, and all these little kids are playing with their presents on Christmas morning because someone left a big bag of presents for him. You know, who could that have been, Jank? Who could have left the toys for the for the little kitties? It's that kindly old Bruce Wayne that you hate so much for being a rich guy. Look at him. Give him back to the the kids. Probably probably a tax write off, you know. Just like that. that. So, uh, yeah, he's, uh, he gave the toys to the kids. But then, uh, Pete, we see, uh, Commissioner Gordon's up on the rooftop. Yes. And are you a big Commissioner Gordon? Did you say the cop? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) One of them cops. I want to know who knows this Commissioner Gordon is, nor his profession. (laughs) Um, (laughs) no, I do enjoy him. I really, uh, Commissioner Gordon's awesome. Hey, did mm-hmm. you ever watch that TV show? Because uh, I, I see it. I think it's on Tubi there, Kev. But uh, Gotham, that TV show about a young Yeah, group. that's a great show. 
Oh, really? I didn't yeah, like I it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it like two seasons, and I was like, I don't know. I'm out. Two seasons. <laughs> I didn't watch the whole thing, but I think I watched the first few seasons, and I liked it. I liked where you kind of see – I don't like uh, all the characters in it, but I liked the uh, the portrayal of Commissioner Gordon, and I liked the Penguin, to be honest with you. Like, oh, the was awesome. great. Yeah, <laughs> there were there were elements that were cool. Even the Riddler, I thought was had some potential. Yeah, yeah. I love then they were like, "Oh, Victor Freeze, like his name is Fries now." It's like, why? Yeah, why would you that. do that? <laughs> I can't love everything. <laughs> oh, maybe I'll check it out. But do you remember what uh, Commissioner Gordon uh, is doing here on the rooftop here, Pete, with his little bat? Uh, <clears throat> I don't. I actually do not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think he's just waiting for Batman. He, he doesn't think he's going to come there. He's waiting in the snow. And that cop yeah. fella, he's like, hey, he's not going to show up. He's like, he always shows up. He's ba- he's the Batman, you know? And uh, sure enough, Batman shows up. And then they, they go into Gordon's office. And yeah, this it's very steamy here. Yeah, it's a little weird. <laughs> I, think, yeah. I think Batman's about to make a move on Commissioner Gordon. It's a little like, bit, yeah. He's going to cup him in the boob area. He's, gonna he's definitely <laughs> trying. Pinching that just a little bit closer. <laughs> he's giving him a back <laughs> massage and stuff. And he's like, what's wrong, James? Or whatever. And uh, so, Kev, what's going on here? There's some, like, uh, documents about the mob or something that Gordon wants? Or I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I think, well, well George, or Gordon's kind of worried because there's a new mayor and he's cracking down on Jim. So he's kind of worried about that. But then also, yeah, there's somebody's turning state's evidence or whatever. And it got stolen. So Batman, he wants Batman to go track it down. Go find the guy that stole this stuff from their informant. Yeah, like these folders with top secret documents from the mob or whatever. I don't know. So, so Batman has to go find these uh, stolen documents. He knows that the thief is in some. What did he say? A six block area or something? They talked him down mm-hmm. to. So, so Batman, you know, he's a he's the world's greatest detective. Yeah, right. But he goes, <laughs> goes right. on top. Yes. <laughs> he goes on. He goes on top of the roof. Uh, detective Chimp has him. Dead to rights on so many fronts, but uh, we'll just say that Batman might be in the top twenty detectives, maybe. <laughs> Columbo, Detective Chimp. Detective Chimp was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but Pete, Batman's on the rooftop, and this is where he gets to beat the hell out of Santa Claus because he's looking. He's like, "Hum, if someone stole documents, what would they be doing with? Oh, they'd be hiding, and they need something to carry them in. And you know, like a briefcase or a back. No, it has to be a Santa's bag of toys." That's what he's carrying. Yeah. I believe it's not just a bag of toys. It's a sack. He knows oh. there's some documents in said sack. <laughs> he just sees a random Santa Claus on the street. And he's like, there's my guy. No, no, no. He says bingo. He's very excited. <laughs> bingo, I'm a detective. I get to go beat the hell out of Santa Claus now. But before we get to that, we cut over and there's some sort of a, a teleporter machine on uh, yeah. on some rooftop. And I guess this is how people go from Earth 1 to Earth 2. Kev, are you familiar with this little machine? Um, I guess it's in the Justice League tower or whatever they say. Like it's in oh, – this okay. is a Justice League thing. Not just anybody can walk in there. Right, I was going to say this. Seems, that would seem like a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, I think it says it's normally invisible to everyone, but uh, except when it's activated. And then uh, the Huntress pops out of it. She's looking yeah. pretty boxy, but she's not dressed for the uh, weather at all. You know, nope. it's like <laughs> Gotham and she's Earth wearing two must be like, you know, the southern hemisphere. Like everything's opposite. <laughs> it's actually summertime there. 
Yeah, it should That's be very So we get a little uh, <laughs> overview of Earth 2. And, and look, they show like Earth 1, you got Green Lantern, Flash, and Aquaman. Duds. And then on the other side, you got a cool Flash, Dr. Fate, and a cool Green Lantern. <laughs> Earth 2 is. <laughs> no. <laughs> Dr. Fate's okay, but <laughs> those other guys could go spit. <laughs> those other guys are great. And uh, we see Huntress uh, swinging her way through the city. Yeah, because uh, notice her costume's kind of like a mix between Batman and Catwoman a little bit, maybe. A little know. bit? Like blue kind of Catwoman-y? Yeah. yeah. She doesn't have the cool cat mask that, you know, Catwoman had in her early yeah. days. <laughs> yeah, we Pete, we read a book, uh, I think it was, a, what was it, All-Star Squadron Annual. We did this a few months ago, and apparently uh, Catwoman used to be a furry. Were you aware of this? Like, uh, uh, she she dressed no. like a sexy lady from the neck down, just like a cocktail evening dress. And then on her head, she had like a a, uh, a cat head. Like, all cat I feel like, well, I'm like furry cat head. Wasn't this <laughs> one of the costumes in uh, Arkham City or something? I feel oh, like I don't I've know. seen this. It might have I feel been. Like I've seen it or heard it. Uh, what was the comic called again? It was Catwoman. Which one? Uh, it was All Star Squadron Annual, like three, I think. And like it features the Justice Society, and like this story took place what nineteen forties, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it was like a flashback to back in that time, and I guess, uh, yeah. But yeah, wow. Catwoman, pretty nuts. Yeah, I have to, I have to dive into that. That's fantastic. <laughs> Alright, so now we come back to Batman, Pete, and he's just slapping the hell out of Santa Claus. As one does. <laughs> smacking him around. Smacking him right in the mouth. And then, uh, <laughs> he finds, he finds all the folders and the documents in the snow. He's like, ooh, I better protect these from the snow so they don't get ruined. And he starts yeah. looking at the documents like, what the what? Thomas Wayne is a filthy <laughs> mobster? What? This is terrible. It's very coincidental that that was the first thing he saw in this pile. I know. He was scooping them up. Uh, Thomas Wayne. So uh, Santa Claus, though, he he doesn't. Batman so distracted. Santa Claus has a gun. And uh, Uh he's about about to kill the Batman there, Kev. But what happens? Uh, Huntress comes in and kicks him right in the face. Well, it's a very strange-looking kick. <laughs> well, well, first she throws her dagger, but she hits him in the wrist with, like, the uh, handle of it. Yeah, that's right. Which, well, she's way nicer <laughs> for Santa Claus than Batman is. He would have put yeah. the blade right in his throat. But, uh, <laughs> then, uh, no, so no, takes... I just would have kept slapping him. <laughs> Let's be fair. That's Batman's move. <laughs> he even slaps Robin like that. <laughs> that famous panel. <laughs> And then, uh, so Santa Claus is KO'd or whatever. And then Huntress and, uh, Batman, they're talking and she's like, what, what's wrong? She calls him Uncle, uh, Uncle, Uncle Bruce. Wayne. Uncle oh, yeah, Bruce. Of course, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. I almost said Uncle Wayne as well. Uncle yeah. Bruce. That's gotta be weird though, right? Because it's like, he has to look exactly like her dad. Yeah. Right? Ah, they're and twinsies. <laughs> she thinks of it that I way. Get the, <laughs> yeah, I get the feeling he's like, her dad was older. Yeah, I and think like so as flashbacks, well. so yeah, it's probably like a younger version of her dad. Because in the flashbacks, he always, he has like the gray on the temples. Yeah, it's always a good look. Yeah. <laughs> gray on the temples. So she's like, "Hey, hey, uh, Uncle Uncle Bruce or whatever, um, what's wrong? You look distracted. It looks like you just saw that your father's a filthy mobster." Is that what happened? <laughs> and it, and Elena, like, are you the greatest detective ever? <laughs> 
And they just leave that Santa Claus passed out in the yeah. snow so he can freeze to death. And Batman says, yeah, the police will take care of him, Helena. Right now, I need to talk. Just lead the way, Uncle Bruce. I've always got time, dot, 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 for you. Also, maybe don't call him Uncle Bruce when you're in the streets with people around. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably not a good idea. Uh, also, <laughs> it kind of feels like Huntress is in the Uncle Bruce, if I can be honest. Yeah. 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 definitely a couple moments where I'm just like, what is this? Where did we go and how did we get here? He wasn't already spoken for with Jim Gordon. I don't know. Something could have happened. <laughs> <laughs> so uh kev they uh wow look, look at the size of that wreath on that building holy hell but they uh they go back to uh <laughs> i could crush someone yeah like a joker scheme waiting to happen <laughs> all right so <laughs> they go back to uh bruce wayne's penthouse you know because he's a filthy one percenter and what are they talking about here kev he's explaining things to helena and, uh, yeah, like, oh, I think my parents might have been dirty and then like my dad might have been, uh, funneling money to some gangster to, to like kind of, you know, uh, fund his, his rise to power. And, uh, and he's like, my, everything I've been doing is my whole war on crime has been a lie then if my parents were dirty. See, see, this is the part that lost me. I didn't understand like <laughs> the lack of motivation because I think if I find out my dad's a filthy crook, I'd, I'd be, I'd be even a better crime fighter. You know, I need to make up for it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But Batman just okay. says, eh, I'm going to quit. I'm just going to quit being <laughs> Batman. Mind. And and also, Batman. Off his dirty money. This whole time, as soon as Batman it gets even a hint that his dad was a crook, he's like, all right, I believe it. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that sounds about right. And that's why I thought that this was like something that was like leading up to this issue because it happens so suddenly. I'm like, wow. I, I don't understand how we got here. Was there's something that I missed? Why did why was this letter here in the first place? How did he know right then and there that? Oh boy! Ah, oh, Christ! My father! Oh, yeah, as soon as he reads, stop being me. But as soon as he reads it, he's like, "Oh yeah, that seems about right." I had my suspicions about him. <laughs> when I was a kid. like, you think Batman would be like, "No, I got to prove this is fake. This is a lie. I got to go out and set up." The, but he's like reluctant to even like look into it. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Oh. Yeah, Elaine has to be like, hey, you're the greatest detective. Like, why don't you look into this? He's like, oh, yeah. Well, he's (laughs) like, well, first of all, he says detective chimps better than me. But, yeah, we can do it. We can look into (laughs) it if you want. And uh, look at my father's accountant. Look at that one panel with the Christmas Christmas tree in the foreground and them just in silhouette in the background. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they're about to kiss. Yeah. (laughs) She definitely shows off her furry man. That's for sure. (laughs) This almost went down the Atari Force route. <laughs> yeah, we comic books had a weird thing about incest back in the day. It seemed like it was all okay. But uh so now we yeah, so Bruce's big plan is to go talk to his dad, his dad's former accountant. And uh yeah. he's a, he's like an eighty five year old dude, he's real sick, he's in his house, you know. Well, apparently, you know, he's only in his 60s, but he's... Oh, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that. They make an important mention of that. He aged well before his time. Yeah. (laughs) And they bring him a present. uh, It's the first time, you know, uh, Bruce has seen him in, what, 20 years or so? And he he just stops by with no warning, and he brings the poor old guy a, a gift. Oh, wait, what's his gift? Uh, oh, from a millionaire fellow. He's probably giving me a nice gift. Oh, it's just a picture of Bruce Wayne's family. Screw you, Bruce Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, that's a real kick in the pants if you're that guy. 
but I guess they count this in the photo too. So I guess it's like, oh, look, look, you're young once. Remember this when you were young, not an old man in a wheelchair. Remember that? <laughs> Sorry, I haven't visited you in 20 years, but now I need a favor. <laughs> He's like, hey, do you happen to have my father's uh, financial records from you know 20 uh, some years ago? He's like, oh yeah, I got it right here on the shelf. <laughs> hey, <you> know, <laughs> his butler just climbs up a ladder. He like pulls him out. Of it. It's like, oh, here they are. It's like, oh, thanks. That's pretty good. <laughs> what what great service. service. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's uh, Bruce Wayne's looking through the old uh, documents there, the records of his father's spending. Wow, they're sure a lot of payments to hookers. Wow, look at all that. <laughs> but all the uh, all the entries on this ledger. They all match up with like the ten thousand dollar payment supposedly paid to this mobster. Uh oh. He's like, oh no, this doesn't look good at all. You know? No. But yeah. it does look good because the next page is the best part of the book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you're gonna have to take over now because I don't know anything. I didn't. I skipped right by this, so I'll leave it <gasps> to you and Pete. To <laughs> uh, yeah, Pete, go ahead. Tell me oh, about this part's glorious. Yeah. So now the the comic we've at this point we've seen a, a, a lot of different things right we've seen Batman beat the, the Jesus out of Santa then we go <laughs> to Earth Two and we're seeing some different heroes and I'm like oh man this is getting pretty crazy and then it goes back to uh you know Batman but now the Huntress is there I'm like and then I get to this page I'm like oh now we're talking about Aquaman let's see what this one's all about and I was not expecting this we're here at the Aquaman and the Pirate's Gold. Huh, what is this gold that they're referring to? Well, it could only be one thing. Twinkies Cakes. They're yeah. golden sponge cakes named Twinkies Cakes. And they need to go recover it from scuba divers that look to be enjoying themselves. Yeah, these guys are dropping explosives on Atlantis to find some buried treasure. And Aquaman's like, hey, knock it off. And they're like, no, we want this treasure real bad. And Aquaman's like, we got, I got a plan, Aqualad. We're going to give them these sponge cakes and then we'll all be best friends, even though they're just blowing up our home. <laughs> no, no, no. The real treasure was the Twinkies cakes. There was no yeah. gold down there. The gold, that, that treasure chest was just more Twinkies cakes. <laughs> the I like Twinkies. they all wave at each other at the end, like, oh, hey, yeah, sorry, we like murdered half your people. <laughs> Thanks for the sponge I, I like the. I like the first panel. There's a big explosion under the sea there. And uh, Aqualad says, great guppies. <laughs> That's a good exclamation. Great guppies. I like it. Uh, we need to give this section of the comic its own grade at the end. And it's going to be a full 10. <laughs> yeah, like Marvel back in the day, they always had like fruit pies more or less so than Twinkies. Yeah. Uh, oh. Spider-Man would always be rescuing or uh, stopping crooks from stealing fruit pies or something. But, <laughs> they ain't no Twinkies. Nah, yeah, I don't, I'm trying to think if they had Twinkies or Hostess cakes as well, but uh, definitely fruit pies. All right, so now we return to our originally scheduled program, and uh, Batman and Helena, they're leaving the accountant there, and Batman, uh, old Bruce Wayne, he's just so depressed. Yeah, he's moping. He's a real sourpuss. Yep. <laughs> and... uh Oh wait, they got he's gotta go see that mobster. What what's this mobster's guy's name? Like Spur or something? Spurs Sanders. Spurs yeah, Sanders. Sanders. He makes great fried chicken, that Spurs Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> so so this is the guy who was supposedly getting the payments from Thomas Wayne. So Batman says, Alright, we gotta go talk to this guy. 
So, uh, so Kev, how about when they, they got to sneak into the, uh, the mansion there and Batman expert of, uh, disguise. <laughs> Camouflage. Yeah. <laughs> how did this work exactly? There's two armed gunmen. What are you going to do? You can't possibly take out two gunmen. So you have to use the, the environment to your advantage here and bury yourself in the snow for God knows how many hours until they come walking by. <laughs> exactly my question. How long was he buried in that snow? And yeah, he's just waiting there. And then he, he comes up behind him and conks their heads together. So. Yep. <laughs> That's always good. He's like warmers. <laughs> <laughs> and Huntress just just comes running in. Then, well, why didn't you just stay with Huntress? Why did you have to bury yourself in the snow? Why didn't you just go where Huntress was and then jump on him? You know, but uh, I don't know. It's very odd. And then they just break into this guy's house. Hey, just because he's a mobster doesn't mean you you can't just ignore the laws. You know, <laughs> he's, he's a vigilante. Yeah, it's in the name. <laughs> He should press charges on Batman. And then he, he cracks the one <laughs> right in the head with a batarang. I mean, that guy's probably dead now, right? I mean, he hits him with that in the head. And old Spurs yeah. Sanders. Yeah, this mobster, he's like, uh, dressed like an old Western guy with the, you know, boots with spurs on him and a Western tie and a big hat and a smoking a yeah. seagull. Yeah. <laughs> Batman's like, I happen to know you've never been west of the Gotham River. Calling him on shit. <laughs> And he goes, uh, he goes, oh, you want to know about that Thomas Wayne, huh? I'll tell you about Thomas Wayne. And he puts on this old uh, tape recording of uh, Thomas Wayne's voice. Yeah. yeah. And he says, it's a deal, Spurs. I'll invest my money in your battle for the Gotham mobs, and you make me rich. And, and Batman thinks that voice, unmistakable, even after all these years. But, uh, Pete, if you're looking at this panel by chance. Uh, do you I am. What's the big key to this uh, panel? Like, what's the big key, the big clue we got to be paying attention to? Uh, I'm not sure what the big key is. I know that the big thing (laughs) you're trying to figure out is the uh, the voice. There's a lot of uh, talk about. There's no way the voice could be the voice. Something about the voice. Yeah, but right underneath those dialogue boxes. Go ahead, Kev. Yeah, there's a little uh, tap tap sound effect. It comes. Oh yes, yes. Tap, tap. <laughs> not, not in any way you would need it to be an actual clue. But yeah. no, no, readers take note of that tap tap. It comes yeah. in later. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, Batman says, it's my father, all right. And old Spurs, he says, hey, well, I got this here tape recording. Unless you give me those documents, I'm going to expose Thomas Wayne for being a, being a filthy crook. And, uh, and Batman says, all right, I think I'd better leave before I do something you'll regret. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Like kiss my I niece from another room. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, uh, Batman and the Huntress leave and, uh, the Huntress is very concerned because, you know, she's seen her father quipping Batman and she thinks, uh, Uncle Bruce is going to quit being Batman too. So she's mm-hmm. very distraught over all this. And, uh, so she she follows Batman to the cemetery and she's hiding behind the uh the gravestones there and we get a recreation of the cover. It's yeah. The same thing. <laughs> Pretty good. It's like the same damn yeah. thing. Comic less, delivered. Less what it's kind of shaking though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And his mouth isn't open like screaming as much like his mouth is shut here but uh yeah, it, it's pretty weird cuz even Huntress is like in the same position basically as the cover. 
you you get like scenes that are similar to covers, but rarely you do get like a one for one panel mm-hmm. for cover. It's uh, interesting. <laughs> I mean, with an image this striking, you got to go with it, I guess. <laughs> Did you Space. know it was in the top, like the top Batman <laughs> uh, stories of all time? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thought I'd bring that up. Well, in I fairness, because then the next part is where Batman like drips, drops a deuce on his dad's grave. Like, I'll show you, old man. <laughs> Just poops all that over seemed, the place. That seemed excessive. <laughs> but uh, Pete, in fairness, do you think the reason this issue scores so highly among his most epic adventures is because of the Aquaman Twinkie saga that was in the middle? <laughs> you think maybe that it added it, it added to it. It didn't it hurt. hurt. It did. Yeah, it didn't hurt. So uh, now we get Huntress, and she's thinking back. You know, she's horrified by what she's seeing, and she's remembering how uh, Catwoman died in her father's arms, and uh, oh, that was her mother, and how he just uh, quit being. Also, Batman just stands up and leaves uh, her dead body in the ground there. That seems, that seems weird. You think he's very true? <laughs> he would like carry her somewhere, but no, <laughs> he just leaves her. He's like, all right, I'm done with her. She's dead. And he walks he away. He should have some stand over her like all the cats usually do. Uh, <laughs> Good litter box joke there. Yeah. And then uh, we see Batman. He quits being Batman. And now we cut back to uh, Bruce modern day. And Bruce is living it up. He's out with two ladies on the town. Yeah. Huh? But he's all sad. And blonde mostly. and a brunette there. But yeah, yeah. He, he ain't getting it up tonight. <laughs> that, br- <laughs> that brunette is definitely Rizzo from Grease. I'm, I'm sure of it. <laughs> Yeah, the ladies are all all mad at him because, you know, uh, he's not excited. And why is the one lady dressed like Mrs. Claus as well? She has a Santa Claus outfit on. Yeah, like, I find it peculiar the one so in green cool. looks like an elf. <laughs> <laughs> so he just mopes around the streets of Gotham, you know, in the snow. And uh, Oh, and then we see the, uh, the, the yeah, criminal. Yeah, basically he gives up being Batman for all of one page. Yeah. <laughs> and this is, the, this is that page. He could have had a threesome with those two ladies, but he was so sad he didn't. That was the that was the cost he paid, Kev. Yeah, I gave it up. True, but never get that back. But now we see that Santa Claus from earlier, the one that Batman was slapping the hell out of. Now he's all happy. He's like, "Hey, I got money from doing that job, you know, for them gangsters." So I got he bought his son uh, some toys, you know, for Christmas, and they're going to go have himself a son for putting up with me. Oh, look at him. You masterminded that <laughs> scheme, son. It really paid off. And he said, give him his toys. But the mob guys, you know, they didn't get their documents, so they're upset about the Santa Claus guy. So uh, they're waiting, and they're going to run him over with the car. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, but Santa Claus. Kid. Yeah, because, you know, who cares? The kid's masterminding the whole scheme. So the, the dad pushes the kid out of the way, but thankfully the huntress is there to save the Santa Claus. And then she just has a card there, and she's like, here – you can here's a place you can stay till uh, the heat cools off. You know, well, nice. she just keeps <laughs> a safe house from here. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Oh, by the way, it's on Earth too. But if you can get there, you'll be safe. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is that? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty bizarre. Yeah, because b- before they just left them to die in the snow, you know, and now she's making sure he has a safe house and a place to. I don't know. Seems strange, but. Uh, all right, so then uh, this is also a little weird because Bruce witnesses all this, you know, mm-hmm. and now he yeah, seems very happy. <laughs> he, seems, he seems like he's uh, overcome with joy that he saw a father, even though his father's a, a thief, that he's uh, taking care of his son there. And he's like, oh, look at that father and son enjoying Christmas. Huntress just saved him. Oh, look at that. And now it seems like, oh, yeah, he's going to be Batman again, you know, mm-hmm. but not so fast. 
he still has doubts. He still uh, yeah, and it's weird because he basically yeah he says like oh I, I realized I want to spare people the the pain that I went through so that's what Batman's really all about. And then he's just like oh yeah but I still want to be Batman. <laughs> but I'm still <laughs> sad. Yeah, <laughs> I could have had that three way. I let it slip away. <laughs> I'm not even sad about my father anymore. Now I'm just sad that I missed out on Mrs. Claus and her elf. <laughs> but now uh, he's thinking back to his early Christmases with his old man, you know, and, and he he remembers one where that uh, that accountant was there, and, and that accountant, <laughs> as an accountant, I know that I often go to my clients' houses for Christmas. <laughs> and you, you keep all your clients' records for twenty, thirty years on the shelf in your house. And oh sure, but, but this uh, toilet paper sometimes, you know, whatever. He's he's remembering back to this meeting on Christmas morning with his accountant, and uh, what does he notice, Kev, about the accountant when he's thinking <laughs> back in his mind? Uh well, I mean, he notices the accountant putting his hand on his father's uh, shoulder there, and then he says, "That's it, that's it." So you would think there would be some sound effects here, but there were not. Um, <laughs> so he is clued into something that we, the audience, are not. And then he tells Selena, you know what? It's time for me to be Batman again. And he just rips open his shirt, and he's got his Batman outfit underneath already. <laughs> he just never really truly took it off. Yeah. Uh, on. Remember when Spider-Man was in the Amazing Spider-Man 50 was like, Spider-Man no more. He threw that shit in the garbage can. <laughs> yes. He didn't just wear it under his clothes. <laughs> First of all, you just put on a, a button down over top of it. I'm not Batman anymore. No. It's an eternal condom. That's why he was sad earlier. <laughs> and then he just tells him, threesome. I want him to see my Batman outfit. And then, he, then he always he throws the cowl on and the cape, and he's like, hey, hey, Helena, it's time for you to suit up, too. You know, I want to see you in your little skimpy outfit. And he just puts the little <laughs> mask up. He has her mask already. Like, where the hell was he? Did he have her mask? <laughs> He keistered it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they suit up, and uh, oh, there's a floating head, floating severed head of Thomas Wayne in the background <laughs> to show you. Oh, I think that's old man Bruce. Uh, Helen, Helen is dead. Oh, oh, okay. Vasa. So they're going to go pay a visit, or at least Bruce is going to go pay a visit to that account. You know, this uh, sick elderly old man, and, and he pops down the chimney like Santa Claus. <laughs> it's true. It's <laughs> strange. And he says, I know it was you. Because two things. One, you're the best voice in person on this side of Rich Little. And two, you have a nervous tick that you tap your finger all the time. And I remember yeah. you were tapping my father's shoulder at Christmas. And I heard tapping sounds on the audio recording. So clearly it has to be you. <laughs> what? Uh, that was so riveting. Dumb. Like you could have at least gone back and like when Bruce saw him the first time, you could have put some taps in there. Yeah, you, know, you could put that in that scene Anything. where we saw the him with Thomas Wayne. Like put some taps in there. I mean, I no, I wouldn't have noticed. I wouldn't have like read that much into it to notice. So at least put mm -hmm. it in there so that you can look back and be like, Oh, they did put the clues in here. Nope. I feel like uh, they, they did it on purpose to basically show that, Hey, you're not the greatest detective ever. <laughs> Batman, is. Batman picked up on it. You never would. Dummy. But how, I couldn't I was, hear it. Like I'm reading. How was I supposed to? 
<laughs> he's he's the greatest detective, but he can't tell his dad's voice from this accountant's voice. Yeah, what's come on? Yeah. You don't recognize your old man's voice? What's going on here? I mean, I guess he was a little kid, but still, like, how good of an impressionist could this guy be? <laughs> like, <laughs> fooling everyone, apparently. It's fooling all kind of other people, and because <laughs> if you let the play, if you let the uh, tape play a little bit longer, after uh, Thomas Wayne's on there, also John Wayne is on there giving <laughs> donations. There's a whole repertoire of voices on there. Yeah, Christopher Walken. He has a good act. <laughs> All right. So while while Bruce was talking to the accountant guy, oh, by the way, uh, Pete, do you remember uh, what he says his punishment is? Because the old man, the old accountant, says, oh, "Are you going to arrest me now?" And what oh, is? Uh, do you remember what Batman tells him? I don't. Oh, Batman gonna... tells him, "He's like, yeah, you can't prove it. You'll never put me in prison." Yeah, and Batman's like, "Well." You're already in prison. Think about it. And he leaves. And I was like, wow, you're in a mansion and you have a, a wait, uh, like a, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A butler and a maid and a nurse. You're in pretty good shape, I think. You got it pretty good, Mr. Accountant. You know, that's not really a Well, I mean, I guess he's, you know, he's 60 years old. He looks like an 80 year old man. And he's in like a wheelchair and it's like neurologic diseases and stuff like that. So, still, he's not living the best life. He's got it pretty good, if you ask me. <laughs> He's probably not getting into those Bruce Wayne threesomes every night <laughs> with all that money. Not anymore, but that's, that explains the legs. <laughs> He's just spent. That's why he can't watch anymore. His knees so, are weakened. So while, while Bruce is threatening an old man, and uh, he's Huntress is uh, going at Spurs Sanders, and I guess uh, I can't really tell what's going on in the background of this panel. Like she beat up all his guys, or are they being arrested, or what's going on back there? Can you? Yeah, that's a good question. It's kind of like that, the I think. clown orderlies from Pee Wee's Big Adventure, that weird nightmare sequence. Like <laughs> they're, they're wheeling in his bike back there or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not really sure what's going on. Also, her costume looks different. There's a lot of white on it now. Yeah, it kind of goes back and forth in this exact one page here. (laughs) And then it goes back to pink. Who who knows? But what what is she telling uh, Spurs here, Kevin? She's like, uh, Uh, I think she says that, you know, that wasn't Thomas Wayne's voice and Batman can prove it. So you better stop trying to blackmail Batman because he doesn't care anymore. He's he's like, oh, yeah, but people will believe that it's Thomas Wayne. And she's like, no, we'll just tell the the reporters that it wasn't. That would be good enough. Yeah, She's yeah. Like, Damn, curses. Foiled again. <laughs> She's like, no, but but if enough people read it in the Gotham Gazette, they'll believe it. So yeah, she's just uh seeing the virtues of propaganda. She's just saying, yes, we can we can make these stupid Gotham people believe anything. So, but also to influence the media. Don't worry about it. Do you think Spur Sanders at any point is like, why the hell does Batman care what Thomas Wayne was doing? You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's a very good point. Yeah. Like, if, if you know Batman's Bruce Wayne, yeah, it makes a lot of sense, but he doesn't know. He's, so why does Batman give a damn what Thomas Wayne was given to the mob 20-some years ago? Who cares? Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, I don't know how he expected that plan to really ever work. Like, yeah. how he thought this was going to get Batman under his thumb. Yeah, I never I'll, thought for a second that was going to happen. I'll expose Thomas Wayne as he... All right. I'm Batman. I'm no relation to him whatsoever. But yeah, I guess yeah. that is a very good question. Unless, unless you have any evidence on Mr. Batman, that's uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't, you have nothing on me. Which is what I go by. 
<laughs> Mr. Batman. <laughs> so uh, Spurs says, hey, what did you do with those documents? And Hunter says, oh, I gave them to somebody who will make good use of them or whatever. And then we see uh, Commissioner Gordon. He's always smoking that damn pipe. Even on yeah, Christmas. But he opens his door and there's a, a Christmas present with the uh, documents, I guess, inside there. So uh, it's also like a picture of Batman in a thong. Next <laughs> <laughs> to Thomas, this Wayne. is your real Christmas present, Jim. <laughs> so uh, now we see uh, families all over Gotham enjoying Christmas, and uh, oh look, there's a little kid. He's getting a Superman and a Flash present, I guess, under the tree there. And then we get uh, Batman. He's finally going to make his move on his niece. So, <laughs> Yeah. yeah. She's like, I just want to stay and watch you. That's my <laughs> All right. That's kind of weird. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, it's Again, it's very strange, these two here. <laughs> but they go back to uh, the uh, cemetery there, and old, uh, old Batman says, and I swear by your spirits to rededicate my life to warring on all criminals. Merry Christmas, Mom and Dad. Let's just pretend I didn't believe you were a Kirk for this whole issue, all right? Let's just pretend that didn't happen. <laughs> That I easily Sorry, I told you guys to fuck off. <laughs> I, I always believed in you. I never wavered for one second. I love you guys. <laughs> You're the tops. Hey, I hope you weren't around for me to have my rebellious teenage years where I told you to get out of my room. So this is consider this that. <laughs> and then on the left, we see uh, a naked angel, <laughs> a couple naked angels holding up a, uh, a scroll that says Merry Christmas from the D.C. staff. And like everybody's signatures are in there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's and, pretty cool. Yeah. What a horrible way to end this tale. It's powerful. <laughs> <laughs> now there there was a backup story in this issue featuring Nemesis. Yeah. And, uh, thank, Nemesis. Thankfully, Kev reached out to me a few days ago and said, "Hey, you don't have to worry about reading that." And I'm like, "Hey, thank you." <laughs> I did not. Yep. Save a couple pages. <laughs> Uh, Pete, do you know anything about Nemesis? Nope. I started, uh, as soon as the Batman one finished, I was like, oh, what's this? More Batman? And I was like, all right, I'll read a little bit of this. <laughs> and then I got to somebody named the Great Fox or something, and I was like, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't really know what Nemesis is. It's just a dude. It looks like an old 70s uh, cop show or something. Yeah. It looks like a yeah, 30s, really like, mobster kind of thing going on. Yeah, the Gray Fox. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that guy or whatever. But, uh, so I, I, there's some cool panels in here, though. I don't know who did the art here, but anyway. Yeah, it looks like an old serial type thing. Yeah, not too exciting. Crazy or something. Yeah, very much. So that's Nemesis. All right, Pete, what'd you think? Brave and the Bold issue 184, Batman's Christmas epic. What do you think? Yeah, I thought, I mean, it's very strange that uh, there was a Batman <laughs> Santa Claus uh issue uh, and i'm i'm happy that it went the way it did i mean it could have gone a very happy way of uh you know oh good old saint nick giving tips to everybody i'll help him out oh the riddler no 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 they he he takes santa out literally like page three well well pete when <laughs> I mean, you when you, when you bring this up when you bring this up this reminds me uh kev you weren't here but uh one of the years mike l was here <clears throat> he made us read one of those uh christmas deals you know he always does yeah christmas and, with the super Probably. I don't know if you remember, was it, wasn't there a story where, like, featuring the Justice League, where at the, the first panel, you see uh, Santa Claus dead, like he's stabbed or something, <laughs> and someone killed Santa Claus, and they had to figure this out? I seem to recall that. But, uh, it could know. be. Yeah. 
So apparently DC hates Santa Claus. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, Marvel wasn't much better. I remember like Daredevil getting beat up by Santa Claus during oh, Born Again. Right. And, uh, <laughs> there was like a Santa Claus killer in like Spectacular Spider-Man. Uh, but Pete, uh, aside from Batman slapping around Santa Claus, uh, what's there to really like about this? I don't know. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, minus the Twinkies. Yeah, it just seemed like a very weird story overall. I didn't. I didn't understand, just like you guys were talking about, I didn't understand why Batman was like, he, he sees this letter and instantly he just gives up. Like, that doesn't even sound like anything Batman yeah. can do. It's just so yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah, he should be, like, hell-bent to prove his father's innocence. Like, I'm going to right. prove if he kills him. But no, he just rolls right over. He's like, yep. Yeah. He terrible. almost watched the child get hit by a car. And he's like, nah, I still can't do it, brah. <laughs> Uh, Kev, uh, how do you feel about it? I think we covered it. Like the, the tapping on the shoulder, the ta- nervous tapping. Yeah, the, that was terrible. Um, if you're going to do a mystery, yeah, at least lay the clues out so that you could, you know, potentially pick up on them. Even, you know, I, like I said, I would never have noticed that, but at least I could have looked back and been like, oh, this was a good mystery. Okay, that's cool. But yeah, yeah, this doesn't seem like Batman. It does, it definitely seems like until kind of post crisis, they didn't really know what to do with Batman. <laughs> Like he was just kind of a guy. Like he didn't, he wasn't as cool as he is now, where he like knows everything and you know is super good at stuff and like very serious about his mission. Like he was just kind of a guy, like fumbling his way around. It seemed like uh, <laughs> I don't know, wasn't the best. Just like Nemesis, <laughs> he's nothing without his uh, adolescent sidekicks. You know, he needs the little yep. kids to <laughs> fix him. But uh, yeah, Huntress oh is far too old. <laughs> she's, she's an adult girl, you know. You need to Green Lantern needs Free an eleven year old. Guppies. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, well, Jim Aparo's art here is pretty good. Uh, he made uh, Huntress look good. Um, yeah. you know, was, your coloring was inconsistent, but other yeah. than that, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the writing was the big problem here. Just. Uh, it didn't feel like, like you said, it doesn't feel like it's actually Batman. And yeah, and there was no stakes. Like he quit being Batman. Like I said, for one page, it's like this wasn't much of. A, you didn't feel like oh, he really the lost three way. Like, Kev, he lost out on the three way. <laughs> that was the big problem. So that I was a loss. Take an L on that one. Uh, Pete, can you think of any other good Christmas comic books you've read over the years? Any, uh, any stories come to mind that you encountered? Nope. Nope. Yeah. Not a single one. <laughs> yeah. This the other the batting best. record isn't great. <laughs> Cause I've read a lot of them on this show and I can't really think of a good one either. <laughs> I don't know. There's not too much. I mean, there was that X-Men one where like Kitty Pride was home oh, alone yeah. and like the Nagari yeah. showed up. I think that was pretty good. Yep. Yep. That was good. But, uh, about it. All right, so Pete, what do you give Brave and the Bold one out of ten? Um, three. I'm gonna give it ah, a three. Sounds about <laughs> right. Uh, Kev, yeah. what do you think? Uh, I think I'm probably in the same ballpark. Um, I mean, maybe I'll go a four to be generous. Uh, but that Aquaman thing, I mean, that's that's getting a solid ten. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, um, maybe I'll have to go back and reread that Aquaman thing to truly uh, treasure it. It's all right. 
Well, uh, Pete, thank you so much for coming back on the on the big show. But uh, for next week, I have to now's the point where I have to reveal what we're going to be doing next week. Yeah, it's going to be a surprise to everyone, including Mike Dell. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I think we're going to go with uh, Uncanny X Men issue one sixty six. Did you hear that? Did you hear that just there? That no, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> Did not sound like Black Oregon. <laughs> That's right. I'm sorry, Pete. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was going. There's a sound of a thousand voices crying out in sadness. <laughs> Pete was, Pete was uh, hoping for another option that I, I mentioned earlier. Maybe someday we'll do Black Orchid, but uh, we'll go X Men 166. And uh, this is the Brood, and hey, all right. uh, like, uh, what's that lady with the crazy haircut? She's an alien. Alandra. <laughs> Yes, there it is. Atlanta, she's in there. Yeah. <coughs> Carol Danvers is in this. And uh, Paul this Smith. Probably is around the top. time of binary, right? She became yes, binary. Yes, she is binary. Carol Danvers is binary. So, uh, but I, I believe our buddy uh, Jonathan LeDuc, one of our proud members of the Flea Army, requested an X Men with the Brood, possibly. So, uh, we'll do this one X Men versus the Brood. I think. Nice. Charles Xavier dies in this, right? Isn't this when he dies? Or they think he dies or something? And uh, yeah, I think so. And then he comes back with like a young, you know, non-crippled body, essentially. <laughs> yeah, so I think Alondra takes him into space to like heal him, you know? with uh, Yeah, that happens a couple of times. Because then he does it again around 200. Remember, he has like a heart attack or whatever. And they take him up into space and Magneto becomes head of the X-Men. What, these guys all mutants or something? Yeah. <laughs> mutants. Yeah. Mutants. So, all right, Pete. Well, you know, next time you come back on the show, Pete, and please, you're welcome back anytime. Uh, oh, thank you. We'll let you pick the book, you know? Oh, we'll, uh, yeah. yeah. Ooh, Anything yeah. you want to read, as long as it's not Flash or uh, Green Lantern or <laughs> Batman or Aquaman. Find him be Flash. Yeah. Well, you, just, you gave <laughs> me the rain, so I'll, I'll – yeah, uh, we'll We've only done one Flash issue on the show in the four years, and I think it was uh, – it had Gorilla Grodd in it, so I liked it. It had a mm-hmm. big – <laughs> but I think it was some sort of an annual or something, like, because uh, I remember there was, like, a lot of pages I had to read. There was a lot oh. of pages. <laughs> I'm not going to do that to anybody. And I think it had, like, the old school Earth 2 Flash in it as well, and the new Flash, and all kind of stuff going on. But, uh, anyway. Mm. All right, Pete. Well, uh, thank you, buddy. We appreciate it. Next week, X-Men. And until then, don't get any jank on you. <laughs>